Hey, what's going on, y'all? This is Bo Black. I want to welcome you to Convos with Bo. First off, I just want to say that this is very near and dear to my heart, mama's traumas and drama because of my own situation with my own mother. And I want to send a special shout out to my boy Zane for coming on the show tonight and being very vulnerable and allowing his story to be told. And, you know, he actually asked me some poignant, difficult questions and um, I felt like we both we got some stuff off our chest. So I hope that you enjoy our exchange. And please feel free to leave any comments or questions, feedback, all welcome. Just let me know what you're thinking, baby boys and girls. Be good. Oh. There he is. Yo, yo, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, bet, bet, bet. All right, so this is part two to Mamas, Traumas, and Drama, Toxic Parenting, and the Black Man. We're going to start asking the questions. My guest is Zane Johnson. We worked together at a courier service in Manhattan for a little while, and we got to building about a couple things, and uh, this is something. This is the cat that you met. And the first episode, I was talking about his moms with Puff Daddy and 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 and, and everything. So this is Zane. Zane, say what's up to the people. Hey, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? How's everything? <laughs> All right, so let's jump right into this. So we got to talking about um, toxicity, and I wanted to know, like, for you, would you really say that your mom is toxic? You know. I took some time to really think about it after that conversation that we all had in front of the center. Right. And I broke down some like traits that she was exhibiting to me. And I would say she's toxic. For example, you, she would have a tendency to belittle her children. You know, if you didn't carry yourself a certain way, she would break your character down. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of counterproductive from what she wanted from us. Mm-hmm. it made it more difficult to, like, you know, have a stronger sense of self as we gotten older, me and my brother. Absolutely. And we have a good 10 years apart, so I would say she was the constant with both of us, you know, having such a harsh upbringing and such. So, yeah, she's definitely toxic. Absolutely. Okay. All right. And, I mean... Yeah, go ahead. Like, would you say yours is? I'm, I'm not really too sure how like your relationship oh, yeah. is with your mom. I would, I would say, um, I would say my mother is toxic. It's just that the thing that the way she's toxic is so innocent, right? You know what I mean? It's like those who don't know her, those who aren't her son, don't know. It's very covert, but you know, you receiving it, you're gonna notice those little cues and. Right. You know, instances. Absolutely. I see that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I would unequivocally say my mother is toxic because we have a terrible, terrible, terrible communication issue. Whereas she doesn't hear anything I say. She doesn't qualify anything I say um, as truth or rather a truth, no truth that has any bearing on her. She's refused to acknowledge 
I think that's the commonality between like toxic parents is the refusal to accept responsibility and they'll be more dismissive to you. Even as you're like an adult, you may have kids and everything, you know, working, making, you know, a life for yourself and they'll still dismiss your experiences. It's it's crazy to me. It is. It's it's absolutely crazy. I gave the example in the other episode when my first grandson was born. Uh, I'm elated, you know, happy grandpa first time you know everybody's healthy and you know granted the overall situation surrounding the birth wasn't ideal but this was something to center yourself on you know birth you know addition to the family love and everything so i called my mom to share this with her and her first reaction what y'all gonna do another baby in the house mm-hmm. oh god just straight with pessimism, no type of enthusiasm or anything. None. And it was it just illustrated and highlighted how often she had done things like that to me growing right. up. So it's I'm a shame, man. Like, can you can you relate to certain issues or instances rather in your life where your mom repeatedly berated or repeatedly took the wind out of you? You said took the wind out of me? Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Anything that didn't coincide with what she wanted within her realm Mm -hmm. didn't matter. So anything that regarded her kids in mind, she just dismissed. And even after having a conversation with her about four months ago, because I just cut her off after that point, I realized it was just talking. I was talking to a wall. I wasn't getting any type of reception from this person. So if there's no feedback, then there's no relationship. Absolutely. Yeah, she was very business oriented. So if I would try to take her mind away from business or if I would even try to give her feedback on her business, even though, you know, I'm I'm a teenager and everything, but I'm coming up in an environment where, you know, the Internet is very prevalent. So we have more information at our fingertips. I can chime in and maybe give her some advice to help her, you know, be a bit more, you know, um, a bit more progressive in her business. Mm-hmm. But she'll say, you know, who are you to tell me? You don't even have a business. You don't have a job. You don't have this. You don't have that. But, you know, I have a mind, too. Right. And I'm your child. So whatever I'm going to try to tell you is in your best interest at the end of the day. I don't want to see you fail because then that's going to indirectly affect her child, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it pretty much most of the instances were those. She didn't really take time to contribute to my upbringing like that. It was just me raising myself. Now, would you equate that um, raising yourself to um, your emotional responsibility was yours? Because if I understand correctly, like financially, she was there. Like so no, much being, she, uh, she, she wasn't even there financially. Wasn't even there financially. Okay, I misunderstood. I apologize. Um, I guess to go into that, she spent most of, um, you know... If I had child support, which, you know, my father wasn't even involved, like he didn't want to deal with her. Mm-hmm. So he figured to just send money from a distance. But she was spending it on her business that was not making any profits. She wasn't even breaking even on like some of the money she was receiving through me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so financially, emotionally, she just was not there. Just I, I just I just got to ask this question for my listeners that where is he? Where is she now? No, dad, dad, dad. Oh, dad, man, 
dad is in the Bronx, still doing the same thing, not, you know, putting any efforts into anything. Like, he, it's one thing if he was going to be absent to really pursue something with full effort because he felt like a child would hinder that. Yeah. It's just disappointing when he's at an arm's length. Like, I'm literally talking to him, and he knows my situation, but he's doing nothing. He, he There's no effort on his part at all, so I, I can't even call him a father at that point, you know? Right. right. That breaks my heart for you, bro. Yo, it's all good, man, honestly. It is what it is. You're not promised good parents, you know? You're, no, you're always... no, you're not. No, you're not. Um... No, you're not. My biological dad wasn't around. And for most of my life, I figured that was a good thing. Yeah. Because if, you know, you're the kind of man that would walk away from responsibility, who would you have been if you'd stayed? Right, right. But I also had father figures. I had my, when you hear me say my dad, I'm talking about Herbert Robertson. Okay. Um, he, he raised me from six on up until he died. You know, that was dad. Pop. Damn, that's what's up. Right. I had that, but it wasn't for my bio dad. And a part of me, very angry at him, but I don't know enough to be angry. Right. Does that make sense? My issues stem probably, you know, part of his shit has got to do with it, but primarily what mama did, whether it was because of his absence or not. And that's the focus of uh, that I want to make of the episode is a lot of people make light of, well, she did the best that she could. I get that. Absolutely. Of course. I get that. I get that. But so do many men. Yeah, absolutely. Do the best that they can. But men are called to the carpet all the time. Oh, forget about it. We're held to a different standard, I feel like. Women, mothers. More, more, more. In my opinion, in my experience, get a pass. Moms can be pieces of shit. Yep. And still get that love from their kids. Yep. And I think that's because of that natural attraction that a child will have for their mom. We're, right. We're that with them. Bond. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, and I believe that that was that's what makes being a mother that much more important than being a father. Now I'm not saying when I say. A mom gets away with murder. I understand how that works. You depended on mom. We all depended on mom before we depended on dad. Absolutely. Get it. Totally. Our food, air, all that. Huh? We're literally connected to them. They're our lifeline. Right. And I think that that should then be the amount of responsibility that a mother has to that child. But I think that gets missed when it gets missed when they don't. How can I put this? Oh, it's so close to me. Go ahead, man. Talk. I mean, would you feel that modern women? Um, do you feel that modern women stray away from that responsibility because of work and other things, or can, do you feel women. that they can balance it out? Um, I think they can balance it out. I have every faith in my sisters to be able to do both well. Right. Um, and this is in no way, this discussion is in no way to disparage Black women as a whole. What we're talking about and what I wanted to focus on is those 
black women who are toxic mothers and the inability of them to deal with both their trauma and the stress and pressures of being a parent, namely a mother. Right. Why is that so near and dear to my heart? People may ask. Well, I understand its effect, that effect and its effect on me. Right. And how that is in turn affected how I parented my children in the beginning, how mm -hmm. I dealt with women. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Time. Relationships, especially, oh my God, your whole perception on women is based on your relationship with your mother. It is. It's heavily, heavily. Heavily. And you see why a lot of men now treat women in such a way and it's become so like common. It's weird, you know? You never realize how many bad relationships children have with their parents and the lack of, you know, seeking help from you know, professionals like therapy is very under, you know, underused within the black community as well. So that makes it even worse. So that cycle is going to perpetuate itself for generations upon generations. Well, I like to believe, I like to believe that the conversation about mental health is starting to come closer and closer to the forefront. Definitely. While it's not where it needs to be. It most certainly, in my opinion, wasn't, isn't where it was. Definitely. It's made strides. Um, in full disclosure here, I have sought mental help. I've had therapy, take, had to take medications just Damn. to maintain. Yeah. I, I never knew that. Damn. No, I know. It's something that I keep close to me. But right. uh, everybody says Fink is so chill. Fink is chill. Fink is very chill. But <laughs> Fink can be as wild as Fink can be chill. Exactly. Don't get it, you know, twisted out here. Right. And that's not something to brag about because that's not something I'm proud of. Yeah, everyone has everyone has a limit to like what they could tolerate. Right. And the thing is, is that my limit was very low before. Oh. So it, I had an overly emotional reaction to a lot of small stimuli, if that makes sense. Right. So I've had to um through therapy and you know, my psychotropics. How long were you in therapy for? Man, I've been in therapy on and off since. Damn, is my interview yours? Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's feedback, man. No, no, no. I'm, I'm learning a lot. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. No, but I was in, um, I've been in on and off since, this year. the first time I went to see a therapist, my mom's up was like 13, 14. Wow. Okay. They were trying to figure out what was going on with me because I had a thing with authority. I had a thing with, but it all boiled down to my mom's, but nobody knew back then. Right. I didn't know back then. I'm I'm very reluctant to, you know, it, it it comes, a lot of my problems do come down to that. And it's hard. Even my, you know, my significant other will tell me to like, you got to forgive her and move on. And it's like, you don't know the damage. That, that right. damage is hard to move on from, especially right. when you're going through it present, you know, in the present. Right. You have a child now and you're seeing how these these things can affect you and you don't want to lean on that as an excuse also, you know, but it's just hard to deny those facts. These are things that are millions of people are going through the same thing. Right. Millions of people like us, us men who don't have the tools. Well, we have the tools, but we don't know how to use the tools. Right. Right. To express ourselves emotionally. Right. And again, that comes back to mom. Who teaches us this shit? 
Who's supposed to? Parents. I'm not just going to put all that on mom. But if dad ain't there, or if dad is an emotional midget, yeah, think. responsibility then falls on mom. Sorry. Life ain't fair. And then what happens with that child's emotional development? Can you hear me? We still connected? Zane? Thank Yeah, I can hear you. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Sorry about that. We had a little technical difficulties, but we're bringing it right back to you live and in living color. You ready? Let's go. So, yo. Yeah, what up? There you go. All right. We're good to go. Let's get it. Good to go. Good to go. All right. So, we talked about a lot of shit. And um, I wanted to bring this back around to um, Mama's and our original line of questioning. Um, So, I'm going to ask you this final question. Question is, how do you think your relationship with women, with your mother, rather, affects your romantic life with women? Or women in general? Um, honestly, I prefer because of that, because of my relationship with her, it, it became my validation as a man was acknowledgement through women at one point. And it was heavy on that. And mind you, at that time, too, mm-hmm. I didn't look the best. Like I was overweight and shit. Mm-hmm. Um. Even financially, I was in a much worse place than I was now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my changes, like with my body, was off of that. Now I could say it's more for my health, and I'm trying to promote like a healthy lifestyle for people too. Mm-hmm. But th- your, your changes, your internal changes shouldn't be based on an external factor. Like, right. women. like it should all be internal. So any woman I was around, like, I would get anxiety because I'm like, oh, I must be less because, you know, the one woman in my life that, you know, the first woman in my life didn't accept me for me. So it's like, well, any woman that I talk to, right. accept me, right. well, I'd be able to like deal with them that way. And then it got dark, you know, during college. Like I actually saw a few escorts and shit too. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know it became using sex to get validation through women because, you know, I could fuck, whatever. But outside of that, what was I? You feel what I'm saying? How was my character after that? And it it just, it wasn't sustainable. That kind of lifestyle was just so self-destructive, man. Like, I spent a few, I spent thousands of dollars at one point, like, on women like that. That shit was bad, 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 bad. But all those curiosities that I had growing up was like erased after that shit. Mm-hmm. And then talking to other people, you know, going to those like sex addicts anonymous and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of insight from people who are also suffering from the same thing and finding a commonality between me and these other people suffering. Mm-hmm. So 
As now, like in, by your estimation, a search for validation. Say that again. I said by your estimation, this was because of a search of validation. Yeah. That you didn't receive from mom. Yeah, exactly. So and any female, any go ahead. any female, I was looking for validation for like. Well, let's just say for sake of argument. Well, not even for the sake of argument. I just gotta educate you a little bit. Females is a derogatory term. The pejorative is it's a pejorative these days. Okay. Because it reduces women to their reproductive ability. Only. Fair enough. So the request is you not re- relate them, relegate them to their biological function. So for my audience members who I know are out there, I, I just had to let you know, women, girl, you know, something like that, but not right. female. Dick, we cool? All right, fuck all that. Now, <laughs> um, you were talking about the escort service and the promiscuity. Yeah. Um, if you don't mind, I know we got we we on a time crunch, but can you expand on that a little bit? Um, yeah, let me know. What you want to know? Um, like, when did you realize it was a problem? Man, when that shit, yo, that's, it was a problem when, um, after the, my second encounter, cause it would, I enjoyed it too much mm-hmm. and I'm very impulsive when I do something and I like it, I will do that shit till it destroys me. Like it'll become a priority over everything. Like weed was for me at one point. But, I'm glad I didn't get into like alcohol like that. The taste wasn't really shit for me, but yeah, something about sex, that shit. Oh man, it's just it's, something about sex, nigga. It's everything uh, about sex. It's everything, everything, man. Like yo, like you, I feel and, really bad for sex addicts. I really do, and I, it, I, I, I think that they get a bad rap. Definitely, definitely. It, it's unfortunate that um, because you know. A lot of it, a lot of people use it as an end, right. but I was using it as a means. And I realized that I wasn't just doing it the fuck. I was trying to find a relationship with like these women. And I learned a lot that these, they're human beings, bro. Like no matter what they do and shit, like their daughters, their, their, their daughters to parents and shit like that. You would be surprised at like how they carry themselves. Like, after the fucking shit is all like a lot of them were really just given up on the same way I was given up on. And when I was looking at that as a commonality between me and those women, yeah. I started looking more and more and getting into it deeper and deeper. I started spending thousands of dollars in it. That shit was racking up. Nigga. Like it's, it's crazy, man. All right. I got to ask a question for the dog. Crown. How much good pussy work? How much was it worth? Like, you want to know How the price? How much did you think it worth? How much did you pay? Man, like, it wasn't no forty dollars. Hell no! Like, it was, I'll say there was a there was a there was a lady named Joy. That that was I was seeing her during the pandemic too. Like uh-huh. that, it, it was deep. Like my girl went down to Pennsylvania for a little bit, and you know, I I. I 
I guess I spiraled out of control. I'm thinking everything was going to end and shit and people was dying and all that stuff. That's a terrible excuse, but anyway, I went into that it shit. It was your reasoning. No, I get it. I, yeah, it, yeah. It was your reasoning, not an excuse. I mean, it that, is an excuse, but it was your reasoning. Right, right. But she and I had a different kind of relationship outside of it. Like, we was actually chilling outside of, like, the hotels and stuff. We really was, like, on dates and all that shit. Like, so what, I wasn't even... Pussy, though. You vibed with him. Yeah, like, it was a whole vibe and shit. And you don't realize... At first, it was like, oh, see her for an hour for like 200 bucks and shit. But then she was like, yo, just come through. Like, I just want to see you. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, what's going on here? And she's, you know, divulging all this shit about her life. Like, yeah, I'm with a man and, you know, he has a kid and shit, but I don't know if he's really for me. And, I, you know, she really got deep with exposing her life to me. And yeah. I've always had that on people. Like, it seems like people would divulge information to me because they know I'm just going to keep it locked. Like, I'm not one to like gossip. I don't be talking to everybody like that. Like, you see me at the job. Like, I keep to myself for the most part. So, and I sit on a lot of shit. That's why I just be so like in my mode, like or in my like bag and shit. There's just a lot on my mind to think about, and you know how I move forward from there. But Mm. I think it. I I think it was worth it just because of me discovering who I was afterwards. Like, I I finally got away from that shit. It took a long ass time, but I've been like, I've been away for a good year now. So, all right, all right. congratulations. Yeah, man. You know. Um, do you have any advice from your experience to mothers who may be listening with young sons? Yes, you gotta find a balance because children are the future. No matter what anybody says. We're not going to be here. We leave our, all of our efforts are left to our children. Right. So you want to be able to die with no regret. Like death is inevitable. It's as natural as living. You feel what I'm saying? There's a very, like, there's a common misconception with death being bad, but I want to be able to die knowing I left my child something and that they'll, they'll be proud and they'll carry themselves with dignity, you know, as, Mm. you know, um, functional members of society. So just 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 talk to them. It's easy to lose yourself in in your work and in your passion because we're all human at the end of the day. But there's something about serving outside of yourself <coughs> so much more, to, you know, value into your life. And that's what parentage teacher taught me. So I hope like the viewers will understand that more just through my experiences and such, because I'm just one experience. There are millions of different perspectives to gain from. So right. that's about it. Okay. All right. Um, I- I'll ask my own question. If I had any advice for mothers with sons, love them. Let them know you love them. Tell them you're proud of them. Set boundaries for them. Absolutely. Boys love boundaries. We act like we don't. But if you don't, corral us, we will lose control. Yes. Yes. We need that structure plus love. Discipline. Structure and discipline. And get the love. Now, doing your job in so much as house, clothes, food, that's your job. That's not love. Right. 
I want moms not to equate doing what you're supposed to do with loving your child. Those who don't. Because I know very many, 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 many women are mothers the right way. Right. But for those who may be a little unsure or may not know, treat your boys with care. Don't baby him, though. Don't baby him. He will fall. Teach him how to get up, how to process why he fell. Yeah, let him deal with his emotions. Don't teach him. Don't cry. Right. I'll give you something to cry about. Teach him how to process those emotions because then you expect, without that, he grows up emotionally stunted. Yes. But then he has this expectation. Then they have, those around him have an expectation of him being emotionally intelligent. Now right. he's at a loss because he doesn't have this education that he was expected to have. What is he going to do now? Well, learn, true. But how many, how many are delving that deeply into themselves to make that? Let's start off where they don't have to make that choice. Let's teach them that emotional structure early. Same way we do with our girls. Right. You know, when a girl cry, what do we do? Coddle. When the boy cry, what do we do? Suck right. it up. Suck it up. <laughs> we tell him his feelings are invalid. Right. In so many ways, so many different ways, boys are taught to stifle their feelings. And then when they become men, you have this stoic, unemotional, well, I'm going to say unemotional because there are a lot of emotions, but right. those emotions aren't processed properly. And then now you got violence and and and, 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 and those other kind of shit that goes down. Keep that from Hypersexual and men. <laughs> hypersexuality, all the other kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, man. Well, see, I wanted to, I wanted to touch on um, hypersexuality in another e episode. Uh, we'll get on that. Yeah that's, yeah, that's a whole nother segment. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get on that. We'll get on that. It's unfortunate that Cliff and um, Kat weren't able to join us like I originally planned. We'll um, work it out. We'll, we'll try to figure something out. No, I I'll, get... I'll, I'll, I'll do what I can to I'll figure out this tech or get some new tech and we'll work it out. But I enjoyed um, our conversation. Yo, I appreciate you having me, my G. And um, if I have another subject that I think that you would um, be able to contribute to, I'd love to have you back. I would love to be back. Just let me know. Not a problem, Mr. Zan. I, uh, we're going to end this. And uh, you got to get to work. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Got to make that money. You already know, my G. <laughs> I'm going to holler at you, all right? All right, Fink. Stay blessed, my G. All right, baby. Stay up. Take care. One. Thank you for tuning in to Combos with Bold. This was a very good episode for me. Got some shit off my chest, and I hope I got uh, dialogue started somewhere in some households about uh, mama's traumas and drama, whether it be male or female, men or women, excuse me. 
So I ask that you uh, touch that five-star like button and uh, give me a good review or a bad review. Either way, feedback. Let me know what's popping. This is Convos with Bo. I'm going to see you next week. Peace.